here we are. Welcome into another edition of Road Trippin' with RJ and Channing, Richard Jefferson, Channing Fry. I'm your host, Allie Clifton. It is January 6th. We were actually kind of diving into this before we hit record. Can I still say Happy New Year? Yes. No, fuck no. Yes. Damn, why are you aggressive, Channing? <laughs> fuck no. Uh, well, uh, this is this It's is over. Cool. It's over. If you January have, first, if you, when the hangover's done, it's over. You, ha- you, you, coma? Seen, you, you have six days. I'm just saying, happy Friday. Seen, happy Friday. If you haven't seen, no, happy Friday. Okay. Happy blessings to you. We're closer to fucking so, Valentine's Day. <laughs> that is a lie. That is super lie. So, super. Rich, when you walked into ESPN today, you said Happy New Year to everyone. Yes. Well, I've only seen two people. <laughs> I've only seen two people. I saw uh, my guy working the front desk, and that's it. That's it. That's the only person I've seen. And the person telling me they were going to get me an email. Uh, and then when I try to connect to the internet, it kicked me out. <laughs> so That's you it. actually rescinded that happy new year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, happy new year to you guys, because I'm in a jolly spirit uh, and yes. mood today. And it's the first time I've seen you guys since the holidays. Um, so happy new year. Christmas went well. The new year went well. You guys yes. refreshed. Yeah, it was great. Any new year's resolutions? Um, to not have the same year I had last year. Oh. That's my resolution. Uh. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Uh, to to spend more time on myself in a non. I know where your minds are going. You little nasties, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you? exactly where uh, my mind went exactly yeah dude right uh no, no no spend more time with myself dude you got all these kids you have three different jobs four different jobs it's just like you're getting pulled all over the place i'm just like take more time for yourself you know yeah. take you're the quad clock out some time for yourself you got four kids dude. you're the quad father three of them in basketball not including Ooh. myself i road tripping uh crunch time handles chosen and you got no handles busy None. That's why I retired. <laughs> Duh. Hang on. How about that? How do you get a, a show called Handles when you didn't have handles? It's a hashtag handles. Hashtag. Like uh, what's it's going on oh, social so media. Because ones. we put a hashtag. Oh yeah. Which you're really good at. Um, okay. I was better. I'm getting better. I'm getting back to it. But can we talk about this? Give this a good transition. What the fuck is up with Twitter? What, what the mean? fuck is up with Twitter? The bots. It's awful. The bots, yeah. there are people with blue check marks that got a hundred people. Well, so they, can, here we they go. bought it. I, dude, this is bullshit. So somebody's cussing me out, and I'm like, "Who is this reporter?" Oh, it's Jeff. Uh, 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 Jeff composition uh, from yeah, oh seven nine six nine noob noob queen twenty two, who's fucking yelling at me uh, for some bullshit I said on game time. And I'm like. What in the world? So anyways, yeah. so here's what Hang happened, on. Richard. And, oh. I was about to say, actually, can you please tell Richard why you're getting yelled at for what bullshit? Okay, so bullshit. So it wasn't on purpose, though. 100% on everything wasn't purpose. So they were like, hey, give us your early season all-stars, right? So I'm thinking we're doing that segment, and we're doing like some of the best games this year. So obviously you have Booker, you have Joker, you have Embiid. You have uh, Donovan Mitchell, Joker. It's, you know, the little squiggly sign about us. Yeah, yeah. Jokic, Jokic. Jokic. Um, I like it. And so I'm thinking of all these names. And then they were like, we'll throw some guys in there that, you know, you think deserve it uh, that aren't, you know, on the regular beaten path or whatever. So obviously in that first, for the Western Conference, the Eastern Conference, nobody really cared. But the Western Conference, uh, I had like Ja, Luca. Uh, Braun, Zion, and Joker, and Joker. And so in there, so I was just thinking of like recently, right now, the person I missed without even thinking about it was who? Quiz him. Yeah. Who did I miss as an all-star starter? Which is like so obvious it wouldn't even... Like it's early in the morning. Who'd you miss? You just said like 10 He might minutes. be helping you, Channing. Right. Who'd you miss? Dude, it's not I missed Steph Curry. 
Well, Steph's been out for a month, and their team is oh, five. No. <laughs> I I know, but look, I also on the low. So on the lower part, as a I starter, had like as Booker a starter, as a starter. Your starters are fine. No, no, I, no, no, I actually missed him. I know. On the, I missed all, him all, on the whole <laughs> All Star. <laughs> but dude, because I was thinking of other players, I didn't even put. So he I was thinking played, of new people. So I go, month, okay, bro. it's okay. Yeah, I know. It's what have you done for me lately? And so different people I put on there was I De'Aaron Fox, obviously Lori, obviously uh, Sabonis, who I think is the third best center in the league right now, obviously. Uh, and then I had Booker. I feel like Booker's been hurt, but he's also in that mindset. I, he has one of the best games this year. He's solid. I think he is the main reason the Suns are even afloat of where they are now. Um, and then I had obviously Laurie marketing uh, and for the trailblazers, I didn't put Damian Lillard, which I got roasted for that too, but I put Jeremy Grant. But again, I was asked to put different people on there, not just the obvious ones. Yeah. Can I please give you this after first yeah. fan returns for the all-star voting Steph Curry uh, leads all guards with 2.7 <laughs> million votes. You're welcome. Well, yeah. Okay. No, no well, obviously. They ask, they, obviously. They ask her off the beaten path, right? So people don't always know the context. Yeah. They're like, here's Channing's all-star list. And it's just like, well, again, we don't know if Steph is even going to be healthy for the all-star game. And that's not like, I hope he is like, you know, you want him totally. there, but like his team is below 500 or his team is actually, they're right around, they're right at 500. And, you know, he's missed a month. That's not saying that Steph's an all-star every day he freaking wakes up, but it's just whether or not yeah, he's yeah. going to make that. It's like, is LeBron James a first-team All-NBA player? Yes, every single day he wakes up. Is he going to make first-team every single year? You don't know, depending on how well his team does and and, and the type of success right. that they have. And I put younger guys on there, right? And I, you know, and I wasn't doing except for LeBron, just because, listen, he had 43 the night before they asked me to do the segment, so obviously that's fresh. And uh, so here's the whole point of all this. And obviously, Steph is an all-star every single year, every single day. Twitter people start bringing up, like the bots, start bringing up articles from 2020 of like how I said the Warriors don't never had to struggle. I was like, you're in the middle of a nine-year dynasty, and you're talking about something that happened in the late 80s, early 90s? Like, calm it down. You are one of the best coaches ever. Huh. I'm, I'm just going to say they're up. probably not objective. They're probably not objective. Let's, 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 <laughs> let's dial it back. Listen, whoever that just signed up so in your account, Warrior Fan 87, Steph is my God, oh. 324. Let's chill out, everybody. <laughs> let's chill out. Yeah. And How like, not we knew the media sucks. All you guys do is suck LeBron off. I was like, I wasn't even talking about LeBron. I was yeah. like, I literally was more talking about Zion. For Anyways. those of you that wonder if Channing checks his Twitter, <laughs> there you yeah, go. Welcome I to don't. 2023. I stay he off. Does. I'm literally an employee of Twitter. I have to check it. You're s- fair. Facts. And you're so yeah, engaging facts. on it. I love it. Um, <laughs> I try. I try. Okay. So let's transition. Uh, way to throw out that word there, Channing, into this topic. In terms of obviously thinking of a guy like Steph, the scoring, it's been a big topic um, especially as of late. I want to know your thoughts as you guys see guys erupt uh, for a fun fact on Monday this past week. It was the only seventh time ever that five players scored 40 or more in a game. And then the next night you've got Giannis dropping 55. That night you had uh, Donovan <sighs> dropping 71. Braun had 43. You had Embiid with 42. DeMar with 44, I believe. When you guys see this offensive output, like what goes through your mind? What side are you taking? How do you guys kind of see it? I, I think the skill level, obviously the rule changes. I think the amount of threes that our team shoots, the more threes you shoot, the more the, the floor is spaced and open, the rate in which guys are shooting threes. Are you cleaning your fingernails with a, with a, with a scissors, with scissors right now? Pair of scissors. <laughs> yes. No. You're on camera, bro. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, one, I box, think, one box. One box. Jeremiah, this one is box a now. three box, three box at all times. <laughs> They'll one box it for you. Uh, radio, all uh, radio. No, okay. I think it's just a group of things, right, that have led to this and talented players. I think the floor is open. 
I, I think you should allow for more physical defense, right? I, I think what happens is, is like the numbers start to get out of whack, right? They do because they're not, there's, there's levels to it. And I think the no take foul has kept the pace of the game, has improved the pace of the game. Players aren't doing it. You know, if, if that's four or five times, you're scoring three, four more possessions, you know, uh, a, a game. I think that's contributed to it. But the the defense is not great. And I don't, and that's not to critique and say, like, we need to go back to the 90s defense or the Pistons defense in the in the mid-2000s. We don't need to go back to that. But I just don't think – I don't think it's great defense. I think the teams that are still the top five defensive teams are still going to be the teams that are there. I don't care if it's if people are scoring 70, 50, 40, whatever the number is, it's still going to go back to who are the top five to seven defensive teams. Those are the teams that have a chance to win a championship. I think there's only a certain amount of players – we had this discussion that truly can play both sides of the basketball at a level where they are going to get more than spot minutes and be effective on good teams. And and that's just the truth. So like, think about Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown came into the league as a defender. That is Mm -hmm. who he is. And he developed his offensive game, but he is, if he scores 12 or if he scores 20, the Boston Celtics are still disgustingly good, mm-hmm. right? Because defensively, he's a beast. Marcus Smart is a defensive-minded player who is learning how to play offense. Now, let's go around the league. Name me another team that has two or three of those at that level, at that age. So we're all talking under 30 now, okay? So uh, all, the, all the rest of these guys are older veteran teams, Right. It just it's just rare to find those guys. You look at like even Milwaukee, that's an older team. Right. Giannis mm-hmm. may be the youngest guy on that team. Well, like right? youngest. Think about right. it. They got Brooke younger ish. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look at the Suns. Right. Look at the Suns. Like Mikhail Bridges is a defensive specialist. He's probably the best under 25 two way guy in the league right now. And he's developing his offensive game. But he's allowed to do that because who is he playing next to? Devin Booker, right? Who's one of the best two guards in the NBA. You look at a guy like Aaron Gordon who came in trying to score, then has developed into one of the better two-way guys on one of the better teams in the NBA, and is now everyone's going, oh, shit, look at this guy. Like, for me, I watched him last night. Like, dude, this dude looks like an all-star out there. Why? Because defensively, he's elite, and offensively, he knows his role and is effective in the game. So what I think it it is rare to find those players and it is even more rare to develop them in a sense where they go, this is my job and I will work on an offensive game. Like there are games where Aaron Gordon has nine points, but has a huge effect on basketball. That's hard to do with a 19 year old, a 20 year old. Aaron Gordon is 27. He's as old as Jokic, been in the league nine years. And we're just now seeing him develop into what we thought he would be eight years ago. Yeah. And then secondly, here's question. my thing. Who the, who the fuck are you going to go get to go guard Giannis, Embiid, Jokic, Braun, AD, Luka? Who the, what team and who the fuck are you going to go get them? Nobody. And if you do got that one guy, let's say you got the one guy for Jason Tatum. What you doing for Jalen Brown and the rest of them? It's not like they suck. Malcolm Brogdon was rookie of the year. So, like, yeah. the players have gotten so much better skill-wise that they are not just post-up guy or a mid-range guy or a three-point guy. You're looking at a guy like Jokic. I'll use him as an example. Probably not the most athletic guy in the world. He is unstoppable from every single level in the game, from three-point shooting to mid-range to post-ups to finishing around the rim. Look at Embiid. He's like top 10. He's a seven-foot-two guy, top 10 in free throws. So if you can't foul a guy, it's not like Shaq, where you can say, oh, let's just foul him and slow the game down. The dude had 50 points with 26 free throws. Like, he's unst- they're unstoppable to guard. And it's not like you could just build a build a bear to guard him because maybe that guy will work on Embiid, but it's not going to work on Pascal Siakam because they're completely different. It's it, The game is so... The game is more international. It is like... 
a, a, a cafeteria of stuff. You want a little French fries. You want a little paella. You want some sushi. Whatever you want, you can get that because how international the game is and how special these players are nowadays. Shout out to Build-A-Bear is my go-to boyfriend gift in high school. Um, not that I had a lot, but... What kind of whack-ass <laughs> gift was that? Let me ask you. That's a whack-ass <laughs> gift. Man, fuck that bear. Damn. Give me some Axe body spray. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> She's offended. One of my New Year's... One of Barry, one of my New Year's resolutions was to stop cussing because I got lectured for using the F word here from my father. And I want to use that on oh. you so bad right now, Channing, but I'm going to, I'm going to digress and move on. I'll say it. Um, <laughs> thank you. Do you guys think Jason Tatum should be an all-star starter? If his team compared one, to if it's KD and bead Giannis and Tatum. Right? That's the four we have to choose from? Yeah. Yep. He's, he's, <laughs> and they're all front court players. Yep. Talent-wise, and this is not a disrespect, we are talking about two-time MVP. We're talking about um, Embiid that has finished second in MVP. We're talking about KD, who just who is their team's in second place right now. He's the odd man out. And that's and that's – I, I, like he is like what like, like I I'm not yeah, saying that Jason Tatum Jason Tatum he cannot start and still win the MVP. I remember many years ago Darren Williams didn't make the All Star game but was third team All NBA, right? Like because he was a little banged up, but then the f- second half of the season he was that dude. He didn't make the All Star game, but he's All NBA. You he can still win the MVP. To say that like Kevin Durant, like and we forget about all the things that these guys are doing. Like Giannis will give you 15 rebounds, 18 rebounds, and 10 assists. Like that's yeah, what it 55 does. points with no three pointers. I watched the game; it was disgusting. It was disgusting watching him bully. So, that team. so do you guys, when it comes to an All Star, do you reward winning? I said if his team is in oh, first absolutely. place, I think he, I think he should be a starter. But like the starters, the, uh, you know, if he's in first place. He should be, which he is. Yeah, he's they have the overall yeah. best record. Yep. Yeah. Now, if they get into the I middle would of pick, February and they're second, I would pick KD and Giannis. Right. I just to you get me. three, you get three. Oh, then yeah, Embiid. KD, Giannis, and Tatum. Okay, over Embiid. I would. Over yeah, Embiid. that's fair. Now, now I know this. <laughs> and, I, and I'm a big Embiid fan, right? I, okay, that's fair. It, not to change the subject, Richard, do you think Embiid and Tatum have the same offensive package? No. Stylistically, I think, you don't. I think Embiid has a better package. <laughs> Why? Okay. Because he can bully ball you. He can, he yeah, can true. bully. Like, that is something you can't teach. You can't teach tall. Like if you're going to if Embiid decides that like, listen, I'm just going to be the biggest, strongest dude tonight. There's <laughs> nothing anybody's going to be able to do. I'm just going to be the biggest strong. Like if Giannis is like, I'm just going to go and just be that dude tonight. Jason Tatum has a, a variety. He's got the handle. He's got the three. He's got so much stead. He's that dude. See, this is the thing where fans get like we're splitting hairs here. We're talking about is he yeah, oh yeah. a 97 or is he a 96.8? Like that's that's the difference. But I think right now, if you were to say for one season, would you take Embiid or would you take Jason Tatum? I think currently like Embiid's been number two in MVP voting the last two years. Yeah. Like let's just keep it in perspective. That's all. <laughs> he is a monster. It's disgusting. Like a bad man. I was He's trying to tell man. people it, dude, what's funny is we are now seeing how good these young guys are. Why? Because the warriors aren't off to this dominating start or the Lakers or whatever team LeBron's on, not off to this dominating start or, or the, the Milwaukee bucks. Like everybody feels like they have a chance. There is no team that is over here where they're like, we have to beat this. And then we're this far. We're going like that. Like the, the nets are on a streak right now and they are rolling, but they're not really that far ahead of anybody else. I just asked someone the other day, can the nets win a championship this year? They can, but I can't say no, right. They can. (laughs) Right. That's the thing. 
you look at two years ago, they're probably playing closer to that style of basketball when it was James Harden on that roster and stuff like that, even without James, obviously. But I think they're playing that style of basketball uh, where the ball's moving, their, 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 their stars are playing like the best, like the best versions of themselves. Uh, a lot of the outside noise has quieted from the Ben Simmons talk to the Kyrie talk to the trade talk to all of that stuff is quieted. And to their credit, they have done an outstanding job. They changed coaches at the beginning of the season. Like so many things have happened and they've settled in and probably, well, they have been the best team in basketball for the last probably month, five weeks. And so I would say, yes, they can win a championship. Now, do they have the size and the depth? I don't know. You're talking about Giannis. You're talking about Brooke Lopez is having a great year. You're talking about Embiid. You're talking about Boston with all of their size and length and, and, you know, Al Horford and, 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 and Williams. Like there's, I I think the one thing that they're lacking is size. And I don't know if they're going to be able to find that in time. Um, Cause even if you go to, to the other side, um, I think the West is really wide open, but Jokic and those problems. I know Kevin Durant's a problem, but let's say Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum offset each other because that's what happened in the in the in the conference. Let's say you know Kyrie is special, but you know Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. When you get to that the next group of guys, to me it, it looks like Boston, Milwaukee, Cleveland. I think Brooklyn is right there. I think Brooklyn and Cleveland are right there. I would see a great one through four matchups between those four teams. And then I have Philly on the outside looking in. I do want to give you guys yeah. credit because in the off season, you guys said that everything that the Nets were going through, whether it was the trade request from Kevin Durant, the stuff with Kyrie, the coaching element, it, it all looked very hairy, right? And you guys said that particularly with Katie and Kyrie, it would not be a distraction. Kudos to you guys. As you guys see clearly right now, they've won 16 of 18 playing the best basketball. Having said that, um, when you flip to the, to the other side, <laughs> that continues in 2023, um, with the Celtics, you guys kind of touched on that as well. And when you talk about KD and Tatum, say you're in a series, they offset each other. How much credit does no. Marcus Smart deserve? No, they do not off- evolving? offset themselves. They don't offset themselves. I said hypothetically, if I didn't say, oh, but okay, okay. To Rich's point, gonna... if they were to offset one another and oh, you go okay, down yeah. when it comes to winning four games out of a seven game series. How much credit does Marcus Smart deserve uh, for the evolvement of his game and what he's been able to do for the Celtics, who have the best record at 27 and 12? I just think Marcus, I think on every team, you need like a, a, what is it called? A protagonist, right? An agitator. An agitator. You need that. And he is that. He is okay with not being liked. He's okay with uh, upsetting the other team or taking a tough uh, assignment or holding guys accountable, um, being emotionally charged into every game. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are very methodical is not the right word. They're very skilled players who like to get into a rhythm. You don't really see them talking too much shit. And emotionally they stay like this. I think at times Marcus Smart's best job is to challenge them to go outside of what they think is just the norm, which is ridiculous. Like 25 to 30 points is a norm for them. What Marcus Smart does is challenge them emotionally to take this even more serious than what they had thought it was. And I also think that Marcus Smart's communication on the defensive side simplifies things for them where now Jason Tatum doesn't have to take on the challenge four quarters. If somebody's hot, Marcus Smart says, give them to me. Or Malcolm Brogdon comes in, give them to me. Derek White, give them to me. Then you have Robert Williams, send him my way. So that he allows them to have defensive versatility. He's aggressive when he's made a couple shots. Um, and the, his best version of himself is when he stays within himself. I think sometimes when he tries to go in there, you know, going left and throws that motherfucker up off the backboard, you're just like, yo, you don't need to do that. Like, less is more. Right. Some of the best meals I've ever had have three ingredients, but these fucking ingredients are the best. It's like Himalayan sea salt, Wagyu beef, medium rare. I'm hungry as shit, by the way, if you haven't noticed. Um, No, I I, I think I think every it's it's to, to stick with his ingredients. Right. To bake a cake, you need all of the things. 
right? You need a little bit of this. You need a lot of flour. You need a little bit of the, you know what I'm saying? Like you, and I think Mark is smart. Like they are not, they are not that cake, that pie, that meal. They are not the Boston Celtics without him. And it's the same thing you could say for Jason Tatum. You can say that for Jalen Brown. You can say that for a lot of things, but I think he brings something that's very unique in intensity and in energy. And that's why he's defensive player of the year, because it's not just your, it's not just his stats. It's not just his numbers. It's not just steals. It's his intensity in which he brings the defensive mindset every single night. And that's hard to do. Hey, Road Trip and fam. Our next partner has a product we're personally using every day. We're all taking Athletic Greens because we want more energy, better immune systems, and we all got tired of taking pills and vitamins. Want to see what the hype is all about? Obviously, every scoop of AG1 tastes great, and it helps us to feel our best in the morning. We have the peace of mind knowing that we're beginning every day with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, and even probiotics. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your own health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one year free supply immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash road tripping, take ownership over your health and daily nutritional insurance. Again, go to athleticgreens.com slash road tripping. Get started today. Hey, road trippers, let's all make those New Year's resolutions a reality. It's time to start thinking about changing your habits and really focusing on your overall health. But you don't have to make huge, unsustainable changes by following strict or trendy fad diets. Start 2023 off right by switching out one meal a day to Huel. That's Huel spelled H-U-E-L. With Huel, you'll be at ease knowing you're getting all the nutrients you need in that one quick meal. Beginning with this one small sustainable change, you'll drastically increase your chances of success. Start a habit you can stick to. Huel has easy calorie controlled portions, so you'll know exactly what you're putting into your body. Every Huel meal is made up from natural ingredients and the vitamins give it 160 different health benefits. Plus, Huel is super convenient. It only takes 30 seconds to shake up your meal. Then you can take it with you anywhere. Complete nutrition in under a minute. What's better than that? And you don't have to think about how healthy it is. Huel's done all the work for you. So get started today by visiting Huel.com slash roadtrippin and stick to your New Year's resolution of living a healthier lifestyle. You'll even throw in a free t-shirt and shaker with your first order. That's Huel, H-U-E-L.com slash roadtrippin. Let's move to the West. I agree with you on that of Marcus Smart. Um, where do you guys have the Denver Nuggets as they sit atop the West? They've won eight of their last 10. Between one and four. <laughs> I mean, uh, because some nights they look like, I'm like, yo, these boys is nice. And then the next night they're getting their head busted because they don't want to play defense. I think sometimes a lot of these younger teams haven't been in the limelight, haven't been the the one getting chased. And so they they think they could just turn it on. I think, not to go back to the East, I think Cleveland does that sometimes. They think they could just turn mm. it on. And, and really good teams know that they can't. Yeah. You can't just turn it on. And I think at times, because they're so talented, they think, oh, we could just turn this on. But teams are too good. Look at OKC beating a junk out of Boston. Boston was like, Oh, we could just turn it on. OKC okay, so said, all right, too late. We already, uh, Josh Giddy looking like 08 Chris Paul out there, right? <laughs> Barbecuing. And it's just, these teams can't do that. They're just not used to being the front, the front horse. They're used to chasing people and, oh, well, we got to beat Golden State or we got to beat the Lakers or we got to beat the Clippers. But what happens, how do you do that consistently? So I have them one through four. I have them with Dallas. I have them with Phoenix. I have them with Golden State. I have them with all the rest of the good teams. They're just right there until they're not. I, look, I, 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 again, that was the the whole narrative behind Jokic's MVPs were like, oh, they're not whole narrative. Obviously, his stats, he's amazing. But it was like, look at what he's accomplished with his main guys out. His main guys are in and they're where they should be. They should be in the top three if you have Jamal Murray, if Michael Porter Jr. And the team that they've like assembled, right? That where you have Jeff Shout Green. Shout out, Crunky. Yeah, we know Jeff Green, what he's KCP, done. Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. They brought in defenders around other players that that probably could need. And then Aaron Gordon's playing outside. So, like, again, if if they were to win a championship, ooh, 
Jamal Murray would have to be playing at an all-star level throughout the postseason. And I believe he can get there. Um, and I think Aaron Gordon would have to maintain being a top right listed power forward. I, I want to say he's probably a top 10 power forward in the league. If they can do that, they can win a championship. To Richard, this season they could win a championship with yeah, all of those factors? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think they can. I'm not saying that they will. I'm saying if you put them, if at, yeah. if at the end of the year you're like, Jokic was amazing, Jamal Murray was healthy, he started playing like an all-star, um, they got great contributions from their guys, Aaron Gordon played like a top 10, top 15 power forward, and Michael Porter Jr. won you one and a half games each playoff series. One and a half games. If Michael Porter Jr. gives you, you know, 25, one game, you know, has a big fourth quarter. Like, now you got to do that sustained, and we haven't seen that from them, even though they went to the conference finals a couple years ago. But, yeah, 100% Denver. Denver is in that mix. I don't have any doubt about it. It'd be, yeah, if they if they it's aren't. my favorite. He's, gonna wait for a three time, he's, he's in the mix for a three-time MVP. That's Come wild. Come on, doing something. That's wild. First round matchup, a fully healthy Phoenix versus Denver right now. Seven game series. Who are you taking? Denver. Both teams Denver. are healthy. You're taking Denver. Yeah. Okay. Dallas, Sacramento, Dallas wins. Dallas, Denver. Right? 1 8 plays the winner of 4 5. Okay. Denver. Uh, okay. uh, oh. These are a lot of if, 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 if. <laughs> Ah man, totally. that Jokic dude's a problem. Ah, not Jokic. That um, so, that Doncic guy's a problem. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Clippers. I, I, look, if you go one eight, one five, or one four, it, shoot, even Sacramento's there. Man, Denver would obliterate Sacramento. All due respect to the Sacramento. Totally. I get to, no, no, no. That's understandable. I don't know if they obliterate a fully. If now we're saying what if this is the biggest what if in NBA, a fully healthy in shape, yeah, playoff team. Playoff Clippers. Mm-hmm. You you think no. Denver beats a playoff? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I do. Okay. I do. Okay. So who's the real? Do you so guys you would believe say, in, Do you guys believe <laughs> in the Clippers? I don't know if the Clippers believe in the Clippers. <laughs> I don't even know if the Clippers know who the Clippers are. How could That's, you? Did you see? Did you hear it? I, weren't you doing? Was that a TNT game or something where uh, T. Lou had to have a, a a time card? So he had a little piece of paper where like everyone's minutes restrictions on it. And I'm like, at a certain point, y'all y'all piecemealing this. You're you're like, it's not a puzzle. You're Legoing this season. You're like, he gets ten minutes tonight. This dude can't play on back to backs. That dude is this. This dude is that. But imagine he doesn't have to do that. Yeah. What does that team look like? Imagine if Kawhi has a day off after every game, PG, and you're giving T. Lou time to prepare for a team. Zubac I, and, and Jokic, I like that matchup. But we're also talking about Clippers winning a championship. You got to, you know, you got to win 16 games. Oh, no, no, I don't think they win a championship. Yeah. But they could cause problems. I, yeah. They could cause problems. Yes. Let me ask you, where, where do you think the um... – the Pelicans. They were looking so good. Obviously, Zion's out with that hamstring injury. They've uh, lost. <laughs> they're five and six in their last eleven. Yeah, they're five and six That's in their last. 11. Can they stay? Can they stay in the top six? Can they stay a playoff? Yes, team? yes. They're ten games over yes. five hundred right now. Seventeen and four at home. Yeah, I'm riding. I'm riding with. I'm riding with them currently. In in. Yeah, and they've like you said, they've done what they've won. They've they've lost how many? They're five and six in their last eleven. Zion is out, obviously, with the hamstring yeah, injury, and they're in third place. So, I judge it off based off your team being healthy. If they were healthy, they probably have three more wins, and that would put them at number one. Oh, which more than that, they were at number Think one. About how long? Brandon Ingram hasn't played in two, almost two months. I just, like yeah, that's a. He, yeah, he, that's a but lot not, of wins. None, I, none of those guys have playoff experience. I, I know CJ McCollum has true, some. True, true, true. Um, but you know, Larry has some. Larry, Larry has some. I, when I, I mean, like collectively together as a like last year they made it, but Zion didn't play. I think collectively doing those sixteen games, unless you are just so over the top talented, it's hard to do. 
that's one of the criticisms of but Brooklyn. Defensively, Brooklyn they are a monster. Yeah. Defensively, they are a monster, right? And I think mm-hmm. in the playoffs, those they're not the greatest three-point shooting team, right? They are now, like, obviously, they have hot games like everyone does in the league. Mm-hmm. But for me, who's that guy, you know, is it Trey Murphy? Uh, is it the others, right? Like, when somebody gets to prepare for you and they know you're – and they're ready for Zion's physicality or, you know, how do you evolve on that, right? During the course of a season when, obviously – well, his hamstrings aren't there, but he's balling. But to me, it's like, let's get him out there. Let's get him more time under the heat lamp. We're now in the playoffs. We know we've already seen everything everyone can do for us, against us. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be my biggest worry is like, we need to see what teams do to beat us so that we can adjust, get better, and really be solid when playoffs come. You guys want to give some love to your your buddy old pal? Which one? Lori Marketing? I don't know if you guys... No. Oh, you want to go to the Jazz? Okay, we'll go to the Jazz. No, no, no. We could go to... No. Yeah, he dude, did. How about that? Why? What? Don't Which say one? no. 49, Richard, is ridiculous. Who? Lori Marketing. Mar- Never Lori heard Lori Marketing. The finisher. <laughs> Not, it actually would take me to my uh, next thing that I put on the text chain to both of you guys, but we are we, that is we, impressive. We are interviewing him today on NBA Today, so I'm excited about that. You know what's funny? And somebody what? asked me, how the hell did he go from what he was in Chicago to now? And I was like, three things. The league has evolved to where now he's almost a center, but he's really a three-man. So yeah. he's a matchup problem. Physically, he is a specimen. He's seven foot and plays like a three man in today's game. So he's he's he is viable at guarding centers, but he's a problem on the offensive end, especially with that spaced out offense that Utah runs. His confidence is at an all time high from FIBA during the summer. First time All Star, obviously. Uh, just just plays ball the right way, like. He doesn't really take bad shots. He's just taller than everybody and is always in the right spot. Hey, seven foot Moving without the ball. Well, I, I, I think I yeah, think but with people, handles. People, I, I think what happens in I think where this generation has has gotten mistaken is that when players were coming in at 20, 21, and then they had three years of development. You kind of knew who a guy was at 23, 24, 25. You kind of knew. When you're getting guys at 18, 19, and then they have their four years on their rookie deal, and now they're 21, 22, they're not even, they're, they're, they're not even a quarter of the way to, to what they can be as players. And we're expected, like, yes, you're going to have the John Morants and the Zions, the guys that are so physically gifted that the minute they show up, they make their mark. For a lot of other players, it takes them multiple years to develop into these guys. With Channing, Channing didn't even get a qualifying offer, as we see all of his molars. Like, he didn't even get Thank a qualifying you. offer. Right? And I'm not trying to be disrespectful. He no, didn't get no, it. Like, no Channing was all-rookie team. He was all-rookie team had a subpar situation, a subpar coach. He goes to fucking Portland, is 19th on the depth chart for bigs because they have LaMarcus Aldridge <laughs> and Big Olden and Joe Chris Villa. So he was super deep to the point where Portland, dumbasses, didn't even give the guy a qualifying offer. He goes to Phoenix and pairs up with Steve Nash and that squad, and next thing you know, he's the best fucking three-point shooter in the league. And you're like, Portland, you had this. And they were like, well, we never got a chance to really do it. And it was like, no, and then he goes. That wasn't their style. A- that's what I'm saying. So it's like, yeah. how did Channing Fry turn into Channing Fry if you watched him in Portland? You're like, wait, how did this guy that's averaging 13 points a game shooting, making 153s? We could have used that. 172. It was like, well, okay, whatever. 175. That's a lot of fucking threes. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, you look at that. Even you know, even our guy right here, who he was, and he went to school for nine years, right? So even then, it took him time to get to be the player that he was supposed to be. So I think people need to be more patient and just say, oh, well, Laurie Markin wasn't this. It's like, well, if you watched him in Euro basketball, he was a freaking stud this past summer. Stud. He improved so much in Cleveland and J.B. Bickerstaff and all that. So yeah. then you, Shout you, out look JB, the big you look at the progression, it's it's not as daunting of a of a um, of an assessment to be like, oh, this is who he is now. It just it takes time. 
Shout out Danny Ainge, though. Like, holy I mean, shit. Shout out. Let's just shout out everyone, by the way. And, and you know, listen. <laughs> yeah. no, I, big shout, because look, like, he put players that just know how to play basketball, right? Now, and shout out JB for putting Lori at the three. So you're starting seven foot, seven foot, seven foot. And then obviously they need to make room to get trade for Donovan. But Danny Ainge taking Kelly Olenek, Colin Sexton, Jordan Clarkson, Lori Marketing. Like Mike Conley looks, <clears throat> he doesn't look like Mike Conley from Memphis. But if you watch the game, his leadership of making sure people make the right plays is immeasurable out there, right? Malik Beasley balling out. Like for them to to put that team together and to compete as much as they are, compared to the expectations, you got to give people shout out and shout out to the coach. I heard he's cool as shit. Can we? Yeah, and can we? We shout out continue because it leads me to what I put on the text chain. And Channing, you did see it because you responded. Bill what Walton is just. I mean, we are taking a sharp left turn, but Danny Ainge was at the <laughs> USC UCLA game last night, and they come on with who was it? Dave Pash and um, Bill Walton calling the game. I was just, I had to freeze my monitor because Bill Walton with those TCU Georgia things that got stuck on his face, the eye patch things, he couldn't get them off. They were giving the celebrity shout outs because Dwayne was there. Uh, uh, Danny Ainge was there. Jessica Alba, we started with that. And he was talking about who she's married to. And I mean, I, I just shout out to Bill Walton if we're giving shout outs. Yeah. Like, can you guys please Pat. just we're give us, enlighten Pat. me with a funny story that we, we need to hear. From or from about Bill? Bill Walton? About Bill? Oh my God! Well, there's just not enough. There's not enough time. Like again, <laughs> go back and listen to there's one of our early podcasts when he showed up. Bill, we're, what I think people don't understand about Bill, and as crazy as he is, there is not a person, especially if you were a part of like that Arizona crew, like me, Luke, you know, Channing. He treated us all like we were his sons. He still to this day treats us like his, and I'm I'm appreciative of it because if you look at Bill's career, he went from like a great player, he had a stuttering problem, to being one of the best broadcasters of you know of all time. One, but really through the like '90s, early 2000s, he was calling NBA Finals games. He was doing this so like. When I go to him and say, "Hey, Bill, what do you think about this?" or he gives me advice, he's like, "Richard." I want to make sure you understand this. There's always one person at every at every company. And if they love you, you can do whatever you want. And he says this from the standpoint, he's like, and always work. Always don't don't ever just work for one place. Work for a bunch of different places. And this is advice that you're like, this man has been doing it for 30 years. And he's giving this advice. And so, like, Bill, people want people see the laughter and the jokes and like, yes, he is. Enjoy him. I don't want to hear anybody fucking complain about Bill Walton because nobody else is going to be able to do it. So you'll never in your life be able to. Yeah, well, I don't want to hear that. It's like, well, fuck off. Like, we don't care. This dude is just he's funny. He's enjoyable. College basketball. Say whatever you want. The ratings are down. If Bill is going to crack jokes and tell me about Bob Dylan's fourth album and the third track and how he was like smoking peyote in the in the hills and then he realized he was in his hotel room i don't this shit's hilarious because he's the only person that's allowed to do that he's the only person he's the only dude to do a monologue for a whole college basketball game (laughs) (laughs) it has nothing to do with the game it's like bill what do you think about today in this game well john as i look through this wonderful forest outside my window this morning i thought of life I thought of joy, <laughs> of a new year, where Nine we just come together scored. as a Nine group. Nine players scored. <laughs> and there's a three-pointer. Oh, we don't care about the three-pointer. Do you know Bob Dylan, when I was, when I was <laughs> hanging out with the Grateful Dead, they used to always say, what a beautiful day. And it is. We're here. And you're just like, what? It's like, amazing. Wait, what? Just I like, mean, you, it, it, you guys do have to go back and listen to the Road Trip and episode. Channing actually wasn't there, but Bill was in calling a game for ESPN, and he stayed with us after. Rich and I, we were in one of the side rooms where you guys do chapel, and I had never met Bill before, and Rich was like, Allie, he was telling me everything, telling me everything, then Bill Walton sits down. He's just this long human being who just did not care <laughs> the space he was taking up, and I went to introduce Road Trip, and it was just my fourth episode, I think, third or fourth, doing uh, the the podcast, 
And he cut me off halfway through and he was just like, Richard, I, I just love, where is Channing? Where's my good friend Channing? Why is it? And he talk about Richard monologue Scott. for a game. He talked, I may have like said 12 words for an hour. And it was like yep. the most beautiful, wonderful. Oh, it's so, He's it's such stumbled. a gem of a human. It's a skill. Allie, Once I, you, it's a skill. A skill. I, I was doing NBC Northwest. And uh, I was doing this thing for the Blazers, and obviously they wanted an old school guy. So I said, Bill, you know, help me out here. We have an hour podcast, and Allie, this is what I said. Bill, what's your idea that Damian Lillard is going to pass you or maybe get his, you know, number retired when he – Channing, let me tell you about my – an hour later, one question <laughs> and kept calling my co-host blue shirt guy. How can you wear blue on a Blazers podcast, blue shirt guy? <laughs> it just wouldn't even let him answer. It was hilarious. Yeah, and the jokes have been going on. Like, Lute Olsen, he used to make jokes at every banquet, talking about, yes, you know, and we got Luke Walton here. Uh, you know, we're always worried about him because he could fail a drug test just off of his DNA. That's what Lute Olsen was saying <laughs> to everyone talking, making jokes about Bill. And it's just like, 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 you know, again, it's like, like Bill is the sports version of having Snoop Dogg as your dad, right? Like, oh, like sure. Snoop's your dad. Oh. Like he is because everyone knows about him smoking weed. Everyone knows about, I used to write a letter to Rick, Richard Nixon once a week telling him <laughs> that he needed to resign. And he's not lying. He's not, he's lying. not lying. He's not lying. <laughs> He brought uh, his own you, chair to a wedding. Yeah. He, he brings his own chair, his own chair Wait, to a wedding. He brings his own chair. Because now he's got bad back and neck issues. Like Bill, again, his body is 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 held together by duct tape. He has fused ankles. So he brings a chair. <laughs> he brings a higher chair to restaurants. And people are like, "That I find that strange. He goes, well, I find it strange that you would expect a person my size to sit in the same chair as a five foot four person. Do I bring my own chair? He will bring in Aspen at Luke's wedding. He was bringing his own chair, and it was like a fucking a bar stool sit up thing. And again, it helps. It's his huge. Back but the way he just does, he's like, "Don't worry, don't we? I, I brought my own chair. Can you have someone come and move these chairs?" And it's just like. <laughs> Yeah, so he sits in his he chair. He drinks hot water. It's wild. Bill has his, these quirks, but he brings his bike everywhere. And he's like, as I was riding through the Red Mountains this morning on my daily 26-mile ride, I reflected when I was 12 years old to my first pair of shoes that were a little too big for me. So as the great John Wooden, I decided to put on four pair of socks. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> You're just like, what? what? Bill, I just said, how, how are you feeling? What? what? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's nonstop. We, we, we love it. Oh, he's the best. He's the best. I'm sorry. Every single time there's a game on, I have to stop. I stop every single time he's calling. Uh, he's wonderful. I didn't know it was going to turn into this, but it's wonderful. And we should do it every single time. Uh, we have road trip in to end the shows. Anything else you guys need to get off your chest, Quint? Nope. Nope. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. No. I'm excited for it's a great start. I'm excited for the, the end of the season. <laughs> I want people. Okay. So God, no, no, no. This season's going to be long, Richard. These play, Thanks, I figure these playoffs are going to be seven game series. Each one. Well, five. That, okay. Seven. I was about to say. There's going to be a lot of them. I could see that. I can see there being a lot of like very grinded out series or you're going to see some teams that shit the bed because it's like, you're going to be like, Oh, one, four and blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden like Memphis, like whoops, Denver's tail or, or Philly goes, you know, loses four, one to Brooklyn. And you're like, man, that wasn't even as much of a fight as we thought. So I think you're going to either get great. I don't think you're going to get in, in between. You're going to get great series or, or. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's end go. on this There's one. There's a question. Okay. No, 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 wait, 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 you got it. Wait, this one, this one. You got it. Yeah. Which team, I'm going to give you four. Which team makes a move first? Atlanta, Chicago, Utah, or the Lakers? That's all of them four. at the same time. Well, yeah, they should trade each other with each other. All four of them. <laughs> they should all work together. Because they're in like weird land. I wouldn't say Minnesota because, like, you know, Cat isn't back. And they're really only yeah. a game out of 10th place, but 
Yeah. I mean, you just gave an easy question because they're all going to make moves if they all care about bettering their franchises. Yeah. Which what NBA team doesn't? Yeah. Right. Great question. Does Bradley Beal? Okay. Does Bradley Beal stay on the Wizards? Oh, I'm by the end of the year. I'm done talking about that. We talked about him <laughs> trade headlines for ten years. I'm done. Wizards don't even know what the hell they're doing. Um. Okay. We'll end on this one. LeBron. That's who I was calling your buddy old pal. He is averaging this season 29 a game as it stands right now. His career averages 27 a game. He's got 484 points to go. So quick math for you. I've already done it. If he does his season average of 29, it's 17 games. His career average is 18 games. He's 97 points away from 38,000. The record 38, 38, seven. 38,387. 484. I, well, right now, the only thing I this I'm going to be really honest. And should we start a countdown? As a fan of basketball, like I like basketball. I don't even really fuck with Brown like that. But as a fan of basketball, <laughs> I, I want to be in the I want to be in the building. When <laughs> and I just hope my schedule allows it. I hope I'm not calling like the front end of the game. And then he's doing, the. you know, I hope that I can be in the building for that just be, and I don't care where it does. If I have a two days, oh. if I got a right eye, red eye, I Richard. 100%. I just want to be in there and see it. Like I'm, I've seen the video of magic and, and Kareem passing it to magic. For, I just want to be there because Richard, I love the game. What? So I'm with you, but I did the, I did the math. So the three games, let's say he does this are Oklahoma city, but he'll probably sit out a game. So he doesn't do it then. Milwaukee, <laughs> Golden State, or Portland? At Golden State and at Portland. And then he's at home versus New Orleans. And then February 23rd, which is a long way away, let's say, you know, he takes a couple games off, February 23rd versus Golden State. If he got his record, if he wanted to be petty, he would get his record versus Golden State February 23rd in L.A. Why? Well, yeah, I, or he would do February ninth. He's not going to play. I was going to say, games. He's not as of right play. now, I think he's around the February seventh, ninth time frame. Yeah. yeah. So Oklahoma City at home, Milwaukee at home. Guys, I got to run. Okay. And on that note, <laughs> guys, I got to run. I got. I got. I got to go with you. All night. Richard wants everyone to know is he wants to be in the building. He's ready for season to be over and uh, Channing's on a roll and looks for every game to go seven when it comes yeah. to the playoffs. Um, ah. You guys are, are amazing. It's another edition of Road Trip.